an in-depth look behind the scenes at Southern Wisconsin's largest event center. Welcome to the Walworth County Fairgrounds podcast, Beyond the Barns, with your hosts, Melody Judge and Larry Gaffey. Well, a big weekend here on the fairgrounds, Larry. Boy, it sure is. Yes, absolutely. We have, coming up on Saturday, of course, we have the 46th annual Walworth County Farm Bureau Dairy Breakfast. Can't wait for that. And also, Saturday night, the FFA Truck and Tractor Pull. And, and one more thing. And one more thing, of course. During the afternoon, the Midwest Carriage Classic yes. is going to be going on, one of the coolest horse shows. They, uh, they come out in their, their buggies and carts, uh, of course, horse-drawn and wearing period costumes and that sort of thing. They'll be trotting all over the, the fairgrounds. It's a pretty neat thing to see. It is really cool to see. Yeah, the, the, the big the big events, the dairy breakfast, of course, and the tractor pulls. So Yes, yeah. Well, I mentioned these two right away, right off the bat, because we have a special guest on the line with us today. Joining us from Madison, Woo! Wisconsin, Derek Papke. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Representing uh, Elkhorn FFA alumni, but also... Pretty much all of Walworth County FFA you're involved with these days, aren't you? Yeah, we uh, a couple of years ago, we kind of formed a, an unofficial steering committee of Walworth County FFA uh, alumni and ag teachers and stuff to form the Walworth County FFA Grill and Chill. And it's been a lot of fun. We've had quite a ride, and we're looking forward to, to our next event this coming weekend. Yeah, so the FFA truck and tractor pull, it's the Walworth County FFA truck and tractor pull. Uh, the food stands being run by all of the FFA chapters in Walworth County as a fundraiser, of course, for all the great things you do, including scholarships and those sorts of things, right? Yeah, we have uh, FFA members from Badger, Bigfoot, Delavan Darien, East Troy, Elkhorn, and Whitewater. Uh, both uh, FFA members and then alumni members and other supporters as well uh, all signed up to help with that food stand. And then the the money raised goes back to those chapters. We divide it up by how many hours each chapter raised. And in this day and age where busing costs more and all the different things cost more, uh, this money goes back to support leadership training and all kinds of things that the chapter needs uh, financial support for. So it's just a for me, it's an all-around great cause and, and goes to a great uh, great organization with, with great young members. Yeah, fantastic event. Um, and uh, the doors, I think, open at 6 o'clock for the tractor pulls on Saturday. So everybody come out. You can buy your tickets online at walworthcountyfair.com or they'll be available at the at the entrance to the event as well. So uh, tickets are 10 bucks. Um, hope to see you out there. It's going to be a th- good, thrilling uh, night. We've got uh, Pullers International Motorsports is uh, organizing the poll, uh, or at least getting all the pullers in here. And uh, there's tons of sponsors. You can read about those on the uh, on the website or on, on WalworthCountyFair.com or um, on the Facebook event page. But tons of them. And, but really being led by Tannis Construction and Pete's Tire of Elkhorn. So we want to express a special thank you to those folks. So Derek. Um, how are there many uh, counties in the country or whatever that that sort of join all of the FFA chapters together to uh, organize a singular fundraiser or a singular event? Or is this pretty unusual? Uh, I don't know of many counties that work together. Uh, obviously, uh, I think it's Washington County runs the ice cream booth at the State Fair Park during State Fair. 
Uh, so that's three chapters up in that neck of the woods. But I think it's very limited, uh, the number of chapters that collaborate with a countywide effort. And uh, I think what we're doing is, is very special, and, and it makes a bigger impact uh, for everyone if we team up and, and make it a team effort. I think I think it's something that other uh, counties should look at, and it takes someone like you, Derek, to kind of get help get that put together. But you know, you think about the added horsepower when you've got all those chapters pulling the same direction. Um, you can really accomplish some pretty big things. I I think it's a great thing, and uh, I hope that other uh, FFA chapters around the state and country are paying attention. Now, you you guys uh, you were in Elkhorn FFA, right, Derek? Yeah, I was in Elkhorn FFA uh, a few years ago. Okay, and uh, you're you're up at the state convention in Madison right now. Yep, we have this week. We have the 94th annual uh, Wisconsin FFA convention here at Madison at the Lion Energy Center. So what's what exciting? What that's a big facility. What? How many people are at that? Uh, well, they're expecting a record crowd. Uh, I don't know the exact number, but uh, they were talking early on yesterday. They already broke the three thousand. Uh, person uh, number and uh, they just served a meal to the state degree recipients and families there was about 1100 people for lunch and that that degree session is actually going on right now as we speak but uh, a lot of great things going on you know walworth county ffa is alive and well Mm -hmm. Uh, badger uh, added a, a third egg teacher last year uh, Elkhorn added uh, a middle school teacher and, and a high school teacher a couple years ago. Uh, Whitewater just hired a second teacher. And it's just really energizing for me to see the growth in Walworth County, but then to come up here to the convention and see the, the see the members. I mean, we had uh, some people from Bigfoot won some state awards yesterday. Uh, we have a, a state FFA officer candidate that made the cut uh, from Bigfoot. Uh, we've had many different members in CDEs and leadership development events, and it's just really neat to see that. And I know that Walworth County has numerous uh, state degree recipients and a couple uh, state degree finalists for the Stars Over Wisconsin that will be announced tonight. So it's just really interesting, and I know our past president, Mar Andrews, is trying to post on Facebook those Walworth County results as much as possible on Walworth County uh, FFA Facebook page. So uh, check those out and see. Uh, we'll try our best, but there's there's a lot of results and a lot of great students in Walworth County. So we, we definitely have a hard time getting them all. Well, I tell you what, that's great. Um, and, and we'll certainly uh, share uh, any of those uh, award announcements that Mara puts out there on the Fairgrounds uh, Facebook page. So let's uh, let's talk about you know, for, for, you also have a food stand that you run, the FFA, Elkhorn FFA. Sometimes, sometimes it's Walworth County uh, altogether. But uh, during the kind of world famous Elkhorn Antique Flea Market that happens four times a year, now that's that's just Elkhorn FFA that runs the food stand for that, right? Yeah, that's that's definitely our flagship uh, operation where we got our start. Uh, there was a very uh, good group of FFA alumni members that started. From my understanding, started the year they had the very first flea market, which would have been about 40 years ago. And that event has grown. I mean, Nona did a great job getting it started, and Nick and Amy have continued it. But, uh, I mean, we set up there on the north end of that building uh, where we are for fair, and Bigfoot FFA actually sets up on the south end of the building. That's right. But uh, it's just a great event. Uh, We always have a, a large crowd, a large turnout. 
Uh, people can find any kind of uh, antique treasure uh, they, they can think of and more. I mean, I don't leave that food booth very often, but you stand in that food booth and you walk, walk, watch people walk by, and it's like, boy, there's some real treasures that people find. Yeah, absolutely. And, very true. And I've always been a very big proponent of offering a good quality food product at a reasonable price. And, you know, it's great to see the, the public, the community, the, the, the attendants that come to the flea market come and support us because all the money goes back to the FFA uh, students. But I tell you, it's just amazing the, the sheer amount of, of people that come to those events and come to support the youth. And that's just really mm-hmm. uh, energizing for me. Yeah. Well, let's talk about FFA a little bit. Um, now, FFA, you start FFA or you can start FFA at what age or what grade or what still? Well, they, they just actually changed that, Larry. Uh, it used to be sixth grade and the national bylaws changed to fifth grade now. And that's going into effect this year. And the FFA is a little different than other student organization stuff. It's actually part of the uh, Department of Education and, and part of the regular school curriculum. And that's why FFA is so integral to the, the classroom and the ag education departments of the school district, because there's like a three-circle model. You have the, the classroom, you have the SAE, and you have the uh, FFA. And those three circles all work together. And the FFA strives for premier leadership, personal growth, and career success of its members. And, you know, you talk about Wisconsin and FFA and agriculture, there's over 25,000 FFA members. Uh, Lacrosse is looking at adding a, an ag teacher. They just hired an ag teacher this year to start a program. Uh, Sun Prairie split their school district. They added a, another ag program there, and it's just amazing. Union Grove's done the same thing about four or five years ago, I believe it was. They added an ag program, now a two person department. So you look at agriculture and some people say, well, farming, you know, agriculture, it's dying. But you look at agriculture, there's over 300 different career paths in agriculture. And there's just endless possibilities for students to get involved in the industry. Yeah, it's certainly and, not just for kids that right. Uh, and are those skills you will have forever. Yeah, and it's leadership development, too. Mm-hmm. There's just a huge portion of that. And, and I had the privilege to judge uh, some of those contests uh, yesterday and to see the young people that are competing in like job job employment skills and discussion meet and things that, that you see their their leadership skills has nothing to do with a farm animal or, or a, a row crop, but they're there showing off their, their leadership skills, their, their talking ability. And, you know, we have to be ag- advocates for the agriculture industry. And, you know, you look at the county fair, you look at these different things and the dairy breakfast and all those things, they're speaking for agriculture. And as more and more of the general population gets farther removed from farming, uh, these events and these organizations are just so much more important to promote and help people understand the agriculture industry. Yeah. So if you were to, if you were to, uh, I don't know, I guess, talk to kids about whether they should or shouldn't join FFA, what would, I mean, what would you, let's say I'm a, a, a I live in town. I've never lived in the country. I, I really don't have, you know, maybe I've got a hobby or two. How would, what would you say to that kid to say, Hey, maybe take a look at FFA. Well, I I definitely encourage them to, to look at what there is for offerings. Uh, Because if you don't have an animal background, you live in town, you know, there might not be anything in, let's say the particular career development events that are revolving around production ag. But you look at the different speaking contests, you know, prepared speaking, extemporaneous speaking, 
all those type of things. You look at the, the SAE programs, the supervised agriculture experience programs that you can get involved with, with a lot of different careers. I mean, you look at, you know, uh, the young man from Elkhorn right now, he has a, an SAE revolving around his landscape business. Uh, he grew up in town, uh, no farming background uh, at all. And he's got uh, one of our state finalists for the state star over Wisconsin, but he has no, no production ag background, but landscape. And you look at golf courses and mm -hmm. just, there's so many different things that you don't think about and ag mechanics, uh, you know, truck drivers or uh, mechanics to work on these big trucks that support agriculture. There's so many different avenues and one way or another, almost every industry ties back to agriculture. I mean, you think about you living in a day without agriculture, you'd be naked and hungry. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't think about those things that agriculture really, I mean, you get up in the morning and have breakfast. Uh, you wouldn't have breakfast without that agriculture industry. Mm -hmm. That's right. And, and that doesn't mean without the farmers. That means with everyone else that got that food from the field uh, to the, to the end consumer. Yeah. Distribution stores, all of that stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of, I get the sense every time I meet a kid who's involved with FFA that, um, that they are, uh, they have a leg up. It seems to me, um, as far as their social abilities, their ability to speak and communicate. Um, they seem to be people that have already proven that they, um, can finish a task that they can, um, complete a project. They seem more prepared to maybe make the next step into either uh, an apprenticeship sort of career thing or a, a trade school or a university where I would feel more confident that those kids coming out of FFA um, would be able to complete that next step in their life. And um, if I were looking at a resume to hire someone and I saw that they were an FFA, um, I would certainly give them a much closer look. Mm -hmm. Well, they always say if you want to, if you want to find a busy person, you find you find an FFA member. Yeah, right. Because they're always busy with the with doing something in the FFA or maybe a regular job or other school activities. And uh, I had the privilege to interview some candidates yesterday for their uh, with their job interview skills and talking with them and uh, a young man that had uh, was in National Honor Society and a lot of other. Uh, school organizations and one of the interview questions we asked them was how do you balance your schedule and these students that can understand and grasp how to do that are, are just so much farther ahead than the rest because you know being able to work a schedule with your work and then with your your pleasure and free time with family and friends and making that all work is 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 not an easy task but these ffa members they can figure it out and get it done Right. And then obviously, if you want to find someone else that's a little more busy, you find an egg teacher and they're, they're always busy too. <laughs> I think that you're busy as well, Derek, because of the fact, I know that you just came off of the Alice in Dairyland finals and you were involved in that. But when I was, when we were interviewing um, the candidates for Alice in Dairyland, a lot of them mentioned, mentioned their FFA background as well. So it was very interesting to learn through through their life and, and to hear what they had to say about their background with FFA. Yeah, that Alice in Dairyland finals was really special. It's the first time ever that Walworth County hosted uh, an in-live person event. I mean, we, we did host a virtual event back in uh, 2020, but this was the first time in the 76-year history of Alice that Walworth County hosted the finale. And thanks to many uh, generous sponsors and donors, we were able to really showcase agriculture in Walworth County. And 
I know one of the Alice candidates commented about how they had never thought about sod being an industry in agriculture. Mm-hmm. And of course, they went out to Debuck Sod Farm and visited the sod farm and learned about that uh, agriculture industry. And that's what people don't think about. There's so many different, very diverse segments of agriculture that people don't think about. But uh, having Alice selected in Walworth County was really, really neat. We had a, a great turnout for the finale. And that was just a lot of fun and a great way to showcase Walworth County. Now, for, for those of you that don't know, um, Derek uh, grew up in a family, is part of a family that's in the dairy industry here in Walworth County. And uh, how, how long ago or how long has your dairy operation been in existence? Well, my great-grandparents bought the farm back in 1930. And I guess I don't know exactly what year they started milking cows, but I think it was right from basically the beginning. And I know that my, my grandfather and dad and uncle had a barn fire back in 74, and they, they built back the freestall barn, one of the first in Walworth County. And uh, I know that uh, my grandfather hosted the very first Walworth County dairy breakfast on the farm. And oh, really? I, I remember the yeah, I remember the story that that morning of the farm breakfast, the first one ever, it just started downpouring rain, oh. and everyone in the in the uh, tool shed just started applauding because it was an extremely dry spring. Oh wow! And everyone just wanted the rain, and I've heard that story many times. But uh, yeah, that was uh, what forty two years ago or whatever. Mm. Forty six, I think. Well, forty six. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, oh, wow. Hey, I have to actually, tell you. Go ahead. When, when the breakfast came to the fairgrounds, uh, that would have been the 25th year. Uh, it was because of the foot and mouth disease scare. And, you know, with all the uncertainty and didn't know about that, they moved it to the fairgrounds. And that was the 25th annual breakfast. And they, they honored our family as the host family that year, which was very special, uh, being 25 years after hosting the original breakfast. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it's just very neat history with that, that event and with the dairy farm. And we, we far, uh, milk about 120 cows now and about 1,700 acres, but it's my dad and uncle and, and mom and brother, and, and we keep busy. But it's, uh, it's a good way of life. Yeah. Now, you, you grew up and your family grew up. Uh, well, I know you grew up participating in the fair, county fair, but I, I guess I don't, I'm not sure if your uncles and father and grandfather, all of them, if they participated too. Yeah. Yeah. My, my dad and uncle both showed cattle and, and crops and stuff. And, and I'm not as much of a cow guy as the rest of the family, but uh, my brother showed uh, cattle too. We both did. Uh, the year dad said, well, you don't have to, if you don't want to, I was done. Uh, not my forte, but my brother showed for years after that, my brother showed at state fair. Uh, so it's been a great thing. And, you know, you look at the, the fair and the agriculture industry is just a great way to showcase uh, the projects of these young people, but then also adults. And it's, mm-hmm. the fair is just a lot of fun for me. Yeah. I think our, I've said this many times, but I think last year, Peggy, our office manager uh, here, uh, and the office staff processed over 15,000 entries into the fair last year. That's that's just a, an amazing Stunning, number. isn't it? Stunning. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, let's talk about younger kids, uh, too. You know, I know you we're talking about FFA, but kids can participate in the fair starting at a much younger age, too. I mean, not just through 4-H, but there's other uh, clubs that they can join to maybe show animals or or enter in the youth uh, contest for crops or arts and crafts or home economics or all of that. Um, and some of these kids start very, very young, mm-hmm. you know. Um, did you start prior to FFA? Were you in 4-H or any of those? Th- 
I, I did start in 4-H. I was a member of the Sure Creek 4-H, and that was when I started. And uh, then my brother followed a few years later. He was a few years younger. But I remember, I think I was showing cattle, and then my brother started with the Little Britches contest uh, and showed calves, you know, before he was a 4-H age to show cattle. So uh, that was just a, a few years ago. Yeah, that's great. Well, what a rich history with the fair and, and the fairgrounds, Derek. Uh, we want to thank you for your continued support and all the things that you and, and all of your uh, members, all the members of the Walworth County FFA organizations and what they, what they do for youth education, scholarships, all kinds of things, and what they do for the community. And I think well, that, I wanna, go ahead. I, I want to thank you, Larry, but I, I think that's an important part we haven't touched on is, you know, all the volunteers that make all of this possible. I mean, uh, we had 151 volunteers last year for the fair that made the Walworth County FFA Grill and Chill happen. And uh, that fair is a big undertaking for us, but it's also a big undertaking for the the whole grounds. I mean, you look at all the different volunteers that make it happen, whether they're youth volunteers or adult volunteers. And I, I don't know. I, I've learned more and more as I've done done this food stand the last two years. Is you just look at the economic impact on the community, and it's just tremendous to see that when that fair happens or, or events in general, the amount of money that pours back into local nonprofits and stuff. But it's it's all thanks to the many many volunteer hours that are put in from people from all over Walworth County and beyond. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know what the total number of volunteers would be when you consider all the nonprofit organizations, but you know, if you're talking 150 just for the FFA mm-hmm. organizations and you know, I would imagine that number is in the, you know, close to in the thousands. I would imagine if you look at the entire year and what happens here, but yeah. Yeah. And the economic impact, uh, we, we recently had a study done by the, uh, university of whitewater, uh, Wisconsin, whitewater, their economics department did one on the fairgrounds last year and uh, what economic impact it had on Elkhorn and the surrounding areas. And I think it was like 20, 25, $26 million uh, that it generated an economic impact and the equivalent of like 220 some full-time jobs. Right, right. Um, I think there was $11 million in state and local sales tax revenue that was earned. And um, so... Uh, well, I think we need to thank you, Larry, and, and the entire fair staff and the fair board for, you know, bringing these events to, to the fairgrounds, you know, expanding. Uh, you know me, I'm not a big horse guy, uh, but those horse buildings that have been built, uh, it's just amazing the number of people that come in, the revenue that brings, the, the support for the fairgrounds overall. And that's what, that's what makes the fairgrounds happen is all these events coming in and that money, that revenue to help pay the bills. Yep. And I think it's a testament to the, the fair staff and the fair board in making that all happen. So yeah. I, kudos to them. Yeah. Well, uh, they'll appreciate those kind words, and, and we in the office do as well. And, uh, you know, the horse area is paying for a lot of repairs around here now. It was a good investment, and it's starting to pay off. And so we're grateful that mm-hmm. that the board, uh, you know, had the foresight to see that that was going to happen, you know, that that would be the, the case. So. At any rate, Derek, thank you so much, Derek Papke. Um, we've got, hang on a second. Uh, I'm going to shout out some sponsors on the tractor pull here, Derek, if you don't mind. we got, as I mentioned, Tannis Construction and Pete's Tire, uh, Whitewater Rap and Ship, A-Plus Power Sports, Roth and Sons Fence, Pulling and Plowing, 
Jake uh, Lizer Painting, Superior Construction, Pro Landscape, Stop Fire, AM Towing, Edge Broadband is a big one, Simon Feed and Seed, Southern Lakes Plumbing, and Heating, and uh, WSLD. And if I forgot somebody, my apologies, uh, but uh, realize that you're, we're very grateful for your support on this event that is helping raise money for the Walworth County FFA chapters. So, uh, Derek. You know, Larry, you look at that list, and it's a great list, but I think you also got to think about we have FFA members that were part of that because uh, we had uh, Nora Carbash owns WSLD. Her son is a chapter FFA officer from Delavan, Darianne. And we went to him and asked him to help with our radio ads, and he actually recorded our radio ads. Oh, and it's just neat to see these youth that step forward to help and help make these things happen. So uh, it's just, it's a definitely a team effort, and it's great to see it all come together. Amen to that. Absolutely. Derek, we could do hours with you, I think. We're going to have to have you on again. A regular well, guest, possibly. <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> we'll talk about, we'll talk about polka music. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think music you have a, would be good. I have a busy schedule. I don't know. But yeah. anyway, thank you so much for joining us yeah. today. Thanks for taking time out of the convention to, to speak with us. And uh, enjoy the rest of the convention, Derek. Will do. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.